Hello, humans, and welcome to Exposing Isolation. My name is Rebecca Elizabeth Weber, and today is December 17th, 2019. So I'm really excited. I am working on a new project, um, maybe like a collection of new projects with a new mindset, and I'm going to try and spend the next 10 minutes explaining to you what I'm doing, why, and where I hope to get to. So if you've listened to any of the rest of Exposing Isolation, you know that I have been chronically ill and mostly home dependent for the last five years. I have a collection of physical and neurological limitations that make it so that whenever I go out, there's a myriad of different things that can trigger or attack my systems. And that really lays me out for the next few days. And so I really stagger my going out experiences, try to take really good care of myself before, during, and after. And I live a predominantly house life. I've been trying to figure out like housebound. I'm not like stuck at home all the time, still trying to figure out all the terminology. But regardless of the right terminology, the truth is that I only leave home once, maybe twice a week. And that's been the case for, except for like very busy weeks um, where I tried to do more with dramatic consequences. But for the last five years, I've left home uh, once or twice a week to do things like go grocery shopping, um, attend things very rarely, um, or just get out of the house and maybe go for a walk or something at a nearby park with Thomas. Um, I don't work. I don't have a job. I haven't made my own money actually in about six years. I depend completely on my husband to afford everything for me. Um, and we live with my grandparents and that's how we have a place to live and we're not homeless anymore. So I have been, you know, batting back and forth, like trying to decide if it's, beneficial for me to try and make my own money. There's a really good chance that I might lose what spoons or energy I have, which I mostly use to help run my home so that Thomas doesn't have to do all the chores and the work. Thomas's husband, by the way. Um, in case that wasn't abundantly clear, we've been married for just over four years. And so he works full-time. He's away every work day. Um, and I stay home and I try and do things like the dishes, um, the laundry, purchasing, filling our supplements. He's also um, chronically ill, but in remission uh, for junior idiopathic arthritis that he's had since he was about 10 years old. He's now 31 off all his medications. Um, and we eat a very specific diet that allows him to stay in remission and it helps me with um, some of my conditions, including my depression, um, my irritable bowel syndrome, um, and my just like general sensitivities to a lot of things. The, what we eat every day does not trigger either of us. So that's nice. And so I have been trying to figure out like, can I create content around these topics? Um, and maybe get some friends, have some community, have some people to talk to, and then ultimately maybe make some money from content creation, resources, maybe products. I'm not really sure. But we have been living with my grandparents for three years now. And while we have been able to 
progressively make more money or Thomas has been able to progressively make more money. Um, when we first moved in, we came from being homeless and not working and we think we had like $70 total to our name. Um, and Thomas did jobs like, uh, being a bouncer at bumper shoot, which was a, is a, like a concert series, I guess in, um, Seattle. And then he was a Starbucks barista and then he was a Seattle Metro bus driver. And now he is a clinician working with homeless, mentally ill and substance addicted clients in Seattle. Um, yeah, so he has been able to work more and make more money. As I've been getting healthier, I'm able to stay home by myself. I'm mentally fit enough to be basically by myself, though grandma and grandpa are usually upstairs, um, but basically by myself and take care of myself and stay good and healthy and it doesn't get dangerous and it doesn't get dark anymore so Thomas can work full time. All that being said, even though he works full-time and makes pretty good money, enough to cover all of our expenses um, except rent. So we live here. We don't pay rent. We just live with my grandparents, um, which is the biggest blessing ever. We were homeless, like I said, before this because it I can't make money or I have thought that I can't make money. And so um now that Thomas can work full time and he's making more money than he was making as a part-time bus driver or a part-time barista it would be nice to think that now we can afford a place to live but we really can't we're about $700 a month or so short of being able to rent a one bedroom apartment or maybe um buy a manufactured home like live in a trailer park something like that that's like maybe be able to afford a condo, but a condo in this area, even like a one bedroom apartment turned into a condo in this area is a lot more expensive than a trailer home. So we're kind of looking at trailer homes. Um, we've always wanted to explore tiny living, like having a tiny house on a trailer, but there's nowhere to park those permanently. And I certainly don't have enough energy to be like living on the road, traveling, um, with the tiny house, uh, for about three months, three years ago, we were homeless living out of our car, sleeping in a tent in people's yards. And needless to say, it was exhausting and it certainly doesn't set us up to thrive. Um, and Thomas has a job that's in an office in one place. And so trying to park around Seattle, all of that is just really hard to try and plan. Um, and we have explored just about everything, that we could think of. I'm sure that there are options that we haven't had um, or haven't considered, but like we've even looked into Thomas joining the army. Like we really do try um, and explore all of our options for how to make more money so that we can afford a place to live, um, just the two of us, and keep it safe for me because my predominant conditions are like anxiety, chronic fatigue, and multiple chemical sensitivities. So I need like a really specifically safe space to thrive in, um, or even really survive in, I guess. And so now I'm exploring the possibility of being a professional sick person, like a professional content creator who makes blogs, vlogs, articles, um, and maybe other forms of art and media around being house bound, house dependent, um, for the past five years. Um, and I've tried to connect with different chronically ill, spoony, multiple chemical sensitivity, chronic fatigue 
communities um, on Facebook and across the rest of the internet, but it's not it's not the right community for me necessarily. Um, I don't know that like I just haven't made a lot of traction sharing my content in those spaces. Where I have made some traction sharing uh, my content is in the nerd fighters and like other online people who love content. And so yesterday I posted in the adult nerd fighters Facebook group if they knew of any other chronically ill content creators um, so that I can consume their work, get inspired, maybe reach out to them, ask questions, be friends. Um, and as of right now, um, I believe there are, let's see, 70, 70 comments, something like that, on that post with like at least a couple dozen different suggestions of other chronically ill content creators. And I wasn't expecting that much help from the adult nerd fighters. Um, I don't think I knew that they're, well, I certainly haven't heard of most of these people. Some of them, yes, but most of them, I've never watched their content before. So I'll be doing that a bit today. I've decided that I'm going to write an article, like a, well, a listicle of all the content creators that were recommended to me so that I can share that. Maybe I'll link it in the description once I've written, I'll come back and like do it, but it'll be out eventually. And I'm just exploring the option of making this more of a full-time commitment or at least part-time any amount of time commitment for me to be creating having an audience not necessarily of other chronically ill people which is what I thought it was going to be where I would be a bit more um, educational maybe teach them how I eat how I manage my time how I take care of myself how I've gotten better um, but I find the community of other chronically ill people, especially if you find yourself in a group of like other people with the same condition or diagnosis as you, that it can be really combative. And there can be a lot of like, oh, you have this condition. And I'll say, I really don't actually. And they'll be like, oh, well, you're just like thinking about it wrong or something like that. Um, I'm not even kidding. Like I get people telling me that like, oh, this is what's wrong with you. And I'll prov provide evidence to them about how like I don't have that condition and they get mad. Um, I don't even know how to explain that one that well. But in the nerd fighter community, they have a proven, lovely, amazing track record of supporting chronically ill content content creators. Um, John and Hank, the founders, the creators behind the nerd fighters, um, both struggle, live with excel with, thrive, don't thrive. I don't know how they feel about it necessarily with their own conditions, both mental and physical. And they've been super, super supportive of organizations and people and content creators. And even John's book, The Fault and Our Stars, talks about chronic illness. And it just feels like maybe I could find more love and support and community with these lovely internet people then try to just connect with other people who I thought would find me like relatable, which my life is not your average relatable life, but I thought I would find more relatability in the chronic illness community. But what I'm finding is that I feel more at home with the nerd fighters and other online groups who love creating content, love consuming content, and are super open 
um, to various presentations and conditions and different abilities. I'm finding myself a lot more comfortable in the spectrum of presentation around um, LGBTQIA plus, like pride communities and um, differently abled, with it, whether it's mental or physical limitations communities, people who are nerdy like me, people who um, are just really open and embracing and loving of those of us who are just going at life differently than you might expect or differently than you've ever noticed before. It's not exactly common to hear that somebody spends most of their time, like 90 or more percent of their time at home and a good 75% of their time or so, maybe a good three quarters of my time, I'm probably laying down. Um, And that is just not average but it is real. So all of this to say that I'm exploring, I'm going to be working on some content. I might go back to doing some vlogs. My old Exposing Isolation video blogs are back on my YouTube channel. Um, They're over a year old, but they're still content and I'm going to keep working. So thanks for listening. Um, If you are one of the adult nerd fighters who shared um, links with me and suggestions. Thank you so much. It is really putting a pep in my step. So thanks so much. Catch you on the next one.